Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we are offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 22 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why some words are false friends, why they can trick us so often, five classic false friends that you must know and remember, including actually sensible compromise, assist, and casualty, and why you need to cambiar el chip to overcome problems with false friends. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about false friends and these are super, super interesting, certainly for professionals like us, they are something that we come across very frequently and we thought that we would start off with a little bit of a definition about exactly what a false friend is. So as usual, I'm here with Alistair. Hi Alistair. Hi, good morning, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Yeah, great, thanks. Fantastic. Yeah. So let's let's cover quickly the whole idea of a false friend and the exact definition that we would give it. What would what kind of definition would you give yes, to a, well, the whole well, idea I suppose of Spanish a false is friend? Un amigo falso, but I don't think that really mm. means anything in Spanish or not the meaning that we give to it as English teachers, no English coaches. So yeah, false friend, I suppose, is because you have a word that is exactly the same or very, very similar in the two languages, probably with a Latin root, I would imagine, and that's why it appears to be the same or very similar. Yeah. And therefore, as a Spanish speaker, you, you see this word that's maybe written exactly the same or maybe one letter different. You think, oh, I know that word. It's the same in Spanish. That's easy. So you think it's your friend. It's friendly word that you, ah, oh, it's easy to use. I understand it. And you use it with the Spanish meaning. But then it turns out that that same word or very similar word in English actually has a different meaning, completely yeah. different from the Spanish meaning. So in fact, that word is not your friend, it's your enemy. It's a false mm -hmm. friend, no? It's exactly. pretending to be your friend. Actually, that is a false friend that I've just used, pretend. So pretend. Ah, yes. Yeah, I hadn't, is, we, hadn't, yes. we were obviously discussing these before we started recording. We came up with, I yeah. think, five common ones. That we, yeah. But actually, just then I've used one. So in Spanish, pretender, pretend, it's virtually the same word. But mm -hmm. pretender, pretend in English is fingir or dissimular. So it mm -hmm. doesn't mean pretender, which I think is to intend. 
Mm-hmm. So it's very similar, pretend, intend. So there's an example that I've just, uh, accidentally of a false friend. So a Spanish speaker may say, ah, pretend, ah, pretender, ah, que facil. I, I yeah. understand that word. You go, ah, no, in fact, pretend is thing here. It's a different word. It's a different meaning. Yeah. So there's an yeah, example yeah. accidentally I've just given uh, unintentionally. So you think that word is your friend because you're, ah, it's easy. It's the same in Spanish, but it's not your friend. It's false friend because, in fact, it has exactly. a completely different meaning. So there you are. That's that's why we use that expression, false yeah. friend, of which yeah. there are so, many, but we're going to focus, I think, on five. We've decided that's to. That's right. Plus the one yes. I've just said, pretend. Yeah, that one. That one you covered just now was the bonus one. That's the bonus <laughs> false friend. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but that that was good. That was a good example. Absolutely. So, mm. yeah, that's that's the whole idea, really. It's it's about words that you know you might think of in your in your brain. A, a Spanish word, for example, and the and the automatic translation in your mind would be to one particular English word. But unfortunately, that particular English word is is not ideal and actually means something else right mm. and so so as alistair said we actually have a we had a quite a long list Originally. of different false friends yes but we did rattle it down to to five partly because some of them are a little bit more common mm. and so we kind of wanted to focus on those and we kind of hear them very very yeah, frequently almost every day. but also yeah almost every day that's mm-hmm. right but also partly because we wanted to focus on the ones that are a little bit more frequent in sort of a business context as well and uh, those are the kind of the ones that you really want to get very very you know clear in your mind yeah, let's say, and to right? avoid making that, that mistake absolutely absolutely exactly exactly so let's start with number one which is kind of like a, a real classic and i think many of our listeners will know this one but it's uh, basically actualmente right mm-hmm. actualmente and the danger here is that you might translate actualmente as actually yeah. okay same word um, basically which, yeah. actually yes, actualmente actually yeah but unfortunately, actually, in, in English, actually means in realidad, right? In realidad. Right? And in fact, so actually, accidentally there or subconsciously, you've just used actually with its English meaning. Because you said actually, <laughs> actually, actually doesn't <laughs> mean true. actualmente. It means en realidad. That's true. So that's a true. So there very you go. good example of the use of the correct use of that word in English. It means en yeah. realidad, not actualmente. Yeah, that's why it's useful to have somebody actually listening to you, right? Yeah, because you wouldn't be <laughs> conscious of say, of saying that. It just came out naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, so, yeah, we start off with that word, actualmente. It's very, very easy to go and use actually, but the real word that we should be using is, Alistair? Currently. Currently. Or you could exactly say presently. Right. Yeah. Or at the moment, yeah. even. At the so, moment, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's what yeah. it means in yeah. Spanish is in this current, in this moment in time, is the yes. the definition. So you'd say yeah. at the moment, yeah. current. Probably the best word is currently. I think is the. It is, yeah. I mean, that's the best. Presently, one. And I, and at the I, moment, you can also use. Yeah, yeah, and the one thing that that you when you mentioned at the moment, there was another thing that came into my mind ah. just then because. Mm-hmm. There is so often the case that the 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 learner will say in this moment. Oh yes, is another common mistake. No, we say yeah. no. It's at the moment, not in. Because at the moment, no, yes. Or of yes. the moment, sometimes you hear also. I think as a mistake. Yeah. But sure. the, the correct sure. expression is yes, at the moment. 
at the moment. Don't say in this moment, okay? Mm. Try to avoid that as much. Again, that comes from mm. Spanish, right? Mm. In este momento, right? Yeah. Or they so, say, you also in Spanish say de momento, which is where the of the moment comes from. So there's two, ah, yes, two yes, translation yes. errors with the preposition coming from the Spanish yeah. use. And yes, it's yeah. at the moment. So I'm, yeah, I'm always correcting people constantly with that. No, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I think, yes, probably the, the best word to use for actormenti would be currently. No? So, and you use yeah. that a lot in your business, no? Where you're talking what you're doing in your company at this moment, you know, act, what they say, actually we are, you say, no, no, currently. So what are you doing yeah. currently in your job? What's, say, currently we're working on this project, da, 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 no, et cetera. So it's yeah. a word you use a lot in sort of your business environment, your job. It is, it is. And especially for also related to anything to do when you're presenting yourself in an interview, for example, like you would want to be talking about, you know, your current responsibilities. So you'd mm. be saying, currently I'm doing this or currently yes. I'm doing that or it's really, really, really important to get it right. It really yeah. is. You don't want to be saying, actually, I'm doing this because mm. it, it just doesn't sound right. You kind of create a lot of confusion. So yeah, get that, get that currently in your mind. And if mm. you, if it's, if you find it difficult, then go for at the moment, but don't go for in this moment. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. And also, as you mm. just said there, it's not just currently, it's current. So you've got adverb mm. and, and adjective. Yes. yes. So you might say my current job. In my current yeah. job, I'm doing this. So currently, I'm doing this. So you've got the two uses of the word current. So actual and currently, actualmente. So I mean, it's the same yeah. false friend. Or so, you might yeah. say mi jefe actual, which would be yes. so people say my actual boss. But in fact, it's my ah, current yeah, boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because my actual boss yeah. would mean something different, no? Would <laughs> This is the problem. Yeah. So My actual boss is like intended, instead of a pretend boss. <laughs> yeah, well, pretend, yes, not the real yeah. boss. So it's yeah. mi jefe in realidad. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. I suppose would be used where somebody makes an assumption or they think that you have, this person is your boss, and you say, yeah. well, actually is not my boss. My real boss is this one. Yeah. yeah so it'd absolutely. be that kind of situation where someone th thinks something is the reality when in fact it isn't. So you'd say, well, actually... That person you think is my boss is not my boss. My, I, my actual boss, in reality, yes. is this one. So it doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean my current. In fact, it's almost the opposite. Well, it's not the opposite, but you're not saying my current boss at the moment. You're saying, no, you, you're confused. Do you think my boss is yeah. one person when in fact it's yeah. another? That's right. That's so you're right. mistaken right. about who is my boss. You know, in reality, yeah, yeah, in reality, yeah. that actually it's this yeah. person, not that person. That's right. That's right. Exactly mm. right. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect explanation. Mm. Good. Okay. So there you go. That was the first one. Really, a really important one. Very important mm. to remember. And uh, yeah, I th hopefully we've made it kind of as clear as possible why the, so. how the confusion occurs mm. and how to avoid it. So let's go on to number two, which is all to do with the word sensible, right? Mm -hmm. Sens now, the temptation here is to say sensible right so you th you say something you think of the word sensible in your mind and you bring it across to english and you say sensible but the problem there is that sensible in english means sensato right exactly that's, so that's something the issue different there, and right? this is exactly the same word so i mean it's it's spelt exactly the same no sensible, it is. sensible. Yeah, absolutely yeah that's right so it's very logical from a spanish speaker's point of view to say oh well look you've got same word it's very easy, no? yeah. sensible, yeah. sensible. And you say, no, unfortunately, false friend. <laughs> so as you say, yeah. sensible in English is... is so how would, you, how would we say sensible in English? 
We would use sensitive. Sensitive. Okay? Sensitive. Yeah, a yeah. very sensitive, sensitive person, sensitive to yes. criticism, or your skin is very sensitive to the sun. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the other one that is probably you would see this word. I don't know whether in terms of marketing or anything else. Certainly in the UK and maybe on some mm. toothpaste adverts, right, yeah. where your teeth are might be very, oh, sensitive. very sensitive. So yes. yeah, yeah. So. Shampoos and gels. Yes, know. this is yes. shampoos also, for sensitive yes. skin. Or yeah, yeah. So not particularly yeah. business. I mean, this one would no. not be particularly used often in a business context. No, that's uh, but true. But still, it's an important. It's a very common false friend. It's a it, so it's it worth is. it's worth knowing for your life outside work. Well, you may describe some colleague as being very sensitive about yep. a certain topic or criticism, or you need to be yeah, careful. Yeah, this absolutely. guy is very sensitive about don't criticize too much. So it's possible in a business context, but it not, is not yeah. that common. No. No, that would be the one that we probably would mm. say is the least business focused mm. of the of the five that we have. But we yeah. thought that it would be kind of interesting to cover because we do still, nonetheless, even in sort of even in sessions that we have with our clients, it does come up quite often. And we don't we're not talking, you know, we're talking about general things, obviously, and business topics. But but you know, it's it's important to 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 cover that one because mm-hmm. even though it's not it's not very businessy, it does it does come up from time to time. Although, however, that we said is sensor sensible. Sensato mm-hmm. is very useful, so you need to know how to say yes, sensato. That's right, because that's obviously true. in business context, in your job, you're always talking about you know a, a very sensitive decision. That's a sensitive decision. That's a very or to be to act in a sensitive, sensitive way. No, mm-hmm. meaning you know responsible. So yeah, that that sensible, is a word that you sensible would, way. Yeah, yeah that is sensible something you way. would often use in your job, or possibly you know in a business context. Yeah, yeah, sensible, yeah, mm. sensible. So sensato is sensible, mm. and you would kind of like say, okay, so this is like a sensible decision, you know, makes it makes sense also, mm. you can say. It's yeah, something makes sense, makes it's very sense. It's como logico, no? Mm. It's like it makes sense. Yeah, logical, um, responsible. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, the sensitive, you're less likely to use, but certainly sensible is, is a good one, you know, because maybe you're thinking, about different options or something like this. And you're kind of saying, well, probably the most sensible option is this option, yeah. right? If you're if you're kind of looking at different yeah, uh, or investment opportunities of, and this is the yeah, most sensible whatever it might be. Uh, thing yeah. to invest in, not taking a big risk. No? That's right. Exactly right. Good. All right. Number three was all related to the idea of Compromiso. Yeah, compromiso. I love this one. It's kind of really interesting. And definitely this is like so business related and I think is very, very applicable to to business context. So you start off with the word and you naturally, naturally are kind of attracted by the word compromise, right? Compromiso, compromise. Almost identical. That's right. Exactly. So you think of compromise, mm, mm. but it's not exactly the right word because a compromise is well this is a little bit difficult to translate into spanish and we did discuss it a little bit before recording and we kind of came to the idea that it was probably llegar a un acuerdo no something yeah, like that un acuerdo medias yeah. or un acuerdo negociado or... yeah. so I'm, I'm not sure i've never found or no one's ever been able to tell me yet one word in spanish that means the equivalent of compromise in english so if anyone mm. out there listeners can suggest something then please write in or send us an email yeah. and tell us because yeah, i've yeah. never found a word so i think it's much you need to describe you need a sentence like llegar a un acuerdo no is or yeah. llegar a un acuerdo a medias or negociar or something like this because that yes. is the concept of compromise now a compromise agreement or a compromise solution 
yes. is where yes. two parties are negotiating with two extreme positions or totally different positions. And by negotiating, yeah. you can arrive at a, a, a middle point that both can agree on, no? So neither yeah. of you gets 100% of what you wanted at the beginning of the negotiation. and yeah. f- But finally, in the end, both of you are happy, well, maybe not happy, but you're prepared to accept this middle agreement, no? And that yeah. is a compromise. So each yeah, side yeah. has had to compromise, reduce their demands or their expectations to to reach an agreement. Yeah. And I don't think in yeah. Spanish there is a word, one word to say that. I've never found it if, if there is one. So please let yeah. us know if you yeah, disagree. Yeah, that, that would be yeah really interesting to, to hear from our listeners in that way. And often you get this type of situation, obviously, when when there are unions, for example, mm, and there has example. to be some sort of, new, yeah, like mm. a, a negotiation between the unions and the employer. Yeah, the like management. The, and, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and so they they have to find a mi- some middle ground, right? You can you were yeah, I think you were about ground. to use that expression. Yeah. yeah, middle ground, which is like is not exactly what one party wants. It's not exactly what the other mm. one, but it's a little bit. Or it's right in the middle, right? It's a, yeah. it's the it's it's a, well, that's what we would define yeah. as being a compromise in English. It would be yeah. it's not what one one wants. It's not the other. It's the the bit in the middle. It's a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. So classic um, example, as you said, you know, the unions demand a pay rise of I know ten percent salary increase the employers say no way we're offering two so there you've got a very difficult position one is saying two the other ten so they're way apart but finally sitting down and negotiating and talking finally they say each side reduces so maybe the union say okay maybe we'll accept seven and the employers well we're prepared to go to four and then finally maybe at some point you say five okay done yeah deal exactly yeah so, you yeah. know, each each begins at an extreme and you end up some, somewhere in the middle. Maybe not exactly yeah. in the middle, but so the employees are happy because five is better than 10 and the workers are happy because they didn't get the 10 they wanted, but five is better than two. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it's about the best just, solution you, each side can possibly get in that negotiation. Yeah. So that's yeah. a compromise. And just to make it- yeah, and just to make it clear in terms of unions and what that is in Spanish is sindicato. Ah, sindicato, right? sindicato. Yeah. yeah, just so, so everybody. So if you refuse, so that. both sides refuse to compromise, it's impossible to arrive in agreement. So you probably have a strike, welga, probably because yeah. nobody's prepared yeah. to compromise. So the only yeah, way so you can solve right. that problem is each side has to compromise and reduce their demands or their expectations to to less than it was at the beginning. So yeah, some yep. middle ground or solution so yeah in spanish yeah. as far as i know you'd have to say so negociado, i don't know something like this yeah 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 certainly mm. certainly that's where uh, the the correct definition we're just kind of wondering whether there's one particular word that might you know summarize mm. all of that uh, that more of a spanish sentence right rather than mm. one particular word so that'd be super interesting to hear from our listeners if they mm. if they have any suggestions there but let's get to the end then because mm. obviously we started with the whole idea of the word compromiso we go to that false friend compromise which hopefully now is kind of clear what that means in english and then the actual correct word in terms of translation to go back to (laughs) is yeah that's right is commitment okay so when you have a compromiso you're actually making a commitment and it's kind of yeah this is there's a very useful one as well because you're going to use that in a business context Mm, and we also kind of discussed it before because like in in lots of marketing in spanish you can often say sin compromiso you know lots of different companies want you to try their products or test out their products Mm. sin compromiso right and so you might 
yeah, want to think about how how could I say that with, in English, right? Sin compromiso. So you would say there's no commitment, or yeah. you don't have to make any commitment no now. For example, commitment or, yeah, yes. Yeah. So you wouldn't say without compromise or no compromise. That's the that's mistake. right. No, so it's without that's commitment. Right. Yeah, because mm. to commit to something is your well, like signing any kind of contract. No, for a period of time, like a mobile yeah. phone contract, you're committing. And often the mobile phone companies make you commit. No, they'll say you have to stick to yes. this agreement for two years. There's a two-year minimum commitment to stay with that company. You know, to before you yeah. can change to another, for example. No, so that's a sure. commitment for two years. You're committing yeah. to that agreement or that contract. Yeah. And talking about contracts, you mm. came up with a very interesting one, which kind of helps us think about the whole idea of compromise and commitment, because yeah, it was a really, really nice one, which was all to do with the whole idea of a marriage, which in a way is a type of contract, right? And and we kind of, you were kind of mentioning to me that it's like that particular type of situation requires both commitment and compromise. Right? Yeah, I've sort of heard the expression, people say marriage is a is a commitment and a compromise. Yeah. And it's true when you think about it. Well, obviously the commitment, it's a legal contract. You are entering into um, a legal relationship with someone to do with your shared property and custody of children, etc. No? So these yeah. are legal things. That, and to get out of it, you need to get divorced and end that contract. So yeah. when, when you yeah. get married, you are committing to the other person. You are making a commitment to theoretically yeah. at least stay with that person for the rest of your life if you don't separate and to share your property and everything in common. No? So that's a commitment. But also you within a marriage or any relationship with someone, you have to sometimes you have to compromise. Because if you never compromise and always like, I only want what you know, you want to get what you want at all times, ignoring what the other person wants, then probably you'll be divorced in six months or a year. Yeah. So, for example, yeah. I don't know, with holidays, you may say, you know, one person says, uh, I, I, I want my holidays in the mountains. I don't like the beach. And the other person is, oh, I hate the mountains. I want to go to the beach. So you have a problem there. It's a bit like the unions and the employers with the 10% sure. and the 2%. What do you do? Well, yeah. a compromise would be, okay, let's have two weeks holiday, first week on the beach and the second week in the mountains. So neither of you gets two weeks where you want to be. Uh, but each yeah. of you gets at least a week where you do want to be. So you're sort of half happy and half not. And, and each of you is, is making a compromise or is compromising to say, okay, yeah. I'll let you have your week at the beach. I know you like the beach, but you must give me my week in the mountains, okay? So yeah. that, that's a yeah, compromise. Yeah. No? yeah. And if you refuse Fantastic. to compromise, you say, no, no, sorry, we're not going to the beach. We're only going to the mountains. I insist. So if you're mm. always like that in a relationship about everything, the food you eat, the restaurants you go to, the films you watch, me, 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 and I want what I want, and you never compromise, then you're going to have problems and probably you'll be divorced in 12 months. So that's why some <laughs> people say marriage is a commitment and a compromise. Yeah, great. Really good definition there. Really good example of how, you know, that that whole idea of marriage includes both those elements and you mm. have to kind of understand exactly what those mean. What one mm. side is compromise and one the other side is commitment. So kind of get those clear in your mind and it kind of will really help you when you're kind of communicating in English, especially in that sort of business context because they they they're pretty useful, pretty useful and very important to get right because otherwise there can be a lot of confusion if you don't get those right. 
Mm. You know, you're in a negotiating situation. You don't want to get those, you know, wrong because yeah. then you're the worst. The worst of all worlds appears, which is a certain level of confusion within the negotiation, and then that is really problematic. So try to avoid that if you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So number four, moving quickly on, is assistir, and of course, this is a real classic for us, especially those yeah. who are involved in terms of professional training and everything else. And it's just so common that somebody might come into my session a little bit late, or they might be talking about something, or they might be even saying that they can't actually attend. I'm going to use the right word there. They can't attend the, the session, right? Mm. So the problem here is you have the word asistir. And it's very, very common just to go directly to the word assist. I can't assist the session today, right? Yeah, the number of times I've heard that. People (laughs) sending me a, you know, a text message or WhatsApp message or whatever and saying, oh, they say, oh, next week, I can't attend next week's session or next week's class. Sorry, I can't can't assist. assist, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Attend would be fine, but they say, I can't assist. Yeah, absolutely. Or or because I have to assist a meeting with my boss. I'm assisting a meeting (laughs) with my boss and I can't go to the class or to the session. (laughs) That's Uh, right. Because obviously it's so similar, no? Assistir and assist. So it's very logical that you go, oh, it's a friend, no? It's the same word in in English, fantastic, easy. But of course that is not correct. It's attend a meeting or a class or a session. And we need to also explain Mm. what that actually means, right? The word assist. So you're going to be tempted to use the word assist, but it's kind of important for us to explain what that actually means in English because Mm. to assist someone is actually to help someone, right? So if you say, oh, mm. I'm going to assist a meeting, it means almost that you're going to help in some way with that meeting. It doesn't mean that you're going to attend it. Mm. It means that maybe you are somebody who is co-hosting that meeting, for example. Arranging maybe the meeting for some. Else, even ch- chairing the meeting for or example chairing, chairing the meeting, the meeting. yeah yeah assist is um, are you that no so it doesn't yeah either it just doesn't make sense assisting the meeting or someone would understand assisting assisting in the meeting do you mean like within the mm-hmm, meeting mm-hmm. you have to help yeah. your boss to give a presentation or in some way no technically with the meeting yeah. maybe you're yeah. organizing the slides or i don't know whatever it may be no mm-hmm putting the tea and coffee or in the break or so in some way you're yeah. helping. So it doesn't mean the fact of going to the meeting and being there as in assistee or no attending. It means helping in some way. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's a, a classic one. You'd, we hear all the time. Yeah. We do. We do. And it's, it's really useful in a business context. You need to get that right. There's no yeah. question. You know, maybe people, some people won't notice the mistake, but certainly native speakers will. They could even get a little bit confused by it. And mm, it's really, definitely. again, it's kind of, we want to, we want to avoid that confusion if at all possible, right? It's the most important thing mm. is to avoid confusion in communication. And, and so, yeah, try to get it clear in your mind about exactly which word you need to go for. And in, in this particular case, when you're thinking of assistir, you have to go for attend, okay? So attend. Yeah. And try uh, to think of assistance, uh, for example, on the road. Like I said, when your car breaks down on the on the road, on the motorway or wherever, you call for assistance. So you call your whoever you're with, some an automobile club or your insurer, provide ass- road assistance, no recovery. They come and fix the car or take it away. Or So you're, you're asking for assistance. So when you want assistance with... You could get confused the other way around because somebody could say to you in a meeting or a business context, a colleague, can you assist me with this? Mm. And you assist. Can you attend? It doesn't make any sense if you understand 
assistir. Sí, sí. It means, can you help me with this, please? No, I need assist. I need some assistance with, I don't know, this computer program. I don't understand how it works. Can you assist me? Yeah. So the Spanish speaker may translating that in their head as as asistir wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So from exactly. both perspectives, you need to understand how to use the word correctly when you want to say attend a meeting, use the word attend, but also yeah. understanding that if someone is asking you to assist them or to give them some mm -hmm. assistance with something, mm -hmm. they're asking mm -hmm. for your help. That's right. That's right. And it's actually quite a nice word to know because once you've got it clear in your mind, you can actually use it as an alternative to the word help, yeah, right? It's because a synonym, you right? might, yeah, you might might want to say, "Oh, can you help me?" But actually, can you assist me with this? Is a little mm. bit more formal and a bit yeah. a bit more, you know, for for a business context, it's quite nice. So yeah, you know, in that know way, it is. Mm. It is a really good word to know mm. if you can use it correctly. Okay, yeah, to so ask for assistance. So, yeah. No, ask for assistance. Ask yes. somebody yes. to help in, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're kind of even even in an email, for example, where you're kind mm. of saying, "Well, I will need to ask for assistance," instead of saying, "I will have to ask for some help." You know, mm. it's kind of much more professional, professional sounding. You know, yeah, it does you, sound a bit it, more professional, a bit more business. Yeah. It does. It does. It's it's much nicer. It's much nicer. Okay. okay. And so let's go for the last one, which is por casualidad. Por casualidad. Yeah, it's kind of this one I have heard quite a lot. I don't know whether you've heard it. Have you heard it a few Le times? Less than uh, the Alistair? others. Less I mean, than I've the others, it, right? Definitely. Yeah. But I think the the four the first four are absolute classics that we hear all the time. They are. They on are. a daily basis probably. But yeah. this one sometimes <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. heard, yes. Yeah, also. por casualidad, which is... Now, I think most Spanish speakers will be attracted to the word casualty, okay? Mm. Casualty, or casualty. It was a, I think I've heard also. Or casualty, yeah. Which I'm it, not sure even yeah. exists as a word, it's just an invention. Yeah, a casualty. I think a casualty, <laughs> well, maybe it yeah. Exist, often I've sure. heard, yeah, yeah, a casualty, yeah. yeah. And then I, often in that situation, I talk about you know, road accidents and things like that where there were casualties, mm. you know, and Injured. you kind of mm. like... Yes, people who are injured or whatever it might be. And so it's kind of like, it's very, um, yeah, it's a, a bit strange for, for, for a native speaker to hear that word, okay? So it's not possible to go take that casualidad and go straight to casualty because there's there's really mm. no, there's no connection there. And instead, obviously, you want to say por casualidad and that in English would be by chance, mm, okay? By chance. So, you know, this often might happen if you're kind of like walking down the road or, you know, like, or something happens to you by chance, right? Yeah, you, meet you meet somebody, somebody yeah. By yeah, chance. by chance, unexpectedly. Right? No? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's an it's an interesting one in that way because you just you again avoiding that false friend, which is so easy to just pick up on. And of course, these false friends come again and again. They come back to your brain, sort of almost naturally. And so you do have to sort of actively try to <laughs> get them under control. Let's say mm. because even when you kind of consciously say to yourself okay yes i'm going to learn these they will always come back quite easily so yeah. it's very important to just kind of get a to, to grips with which is another expression we've that used we in episode in, yes in, get yeah. to grips with uh, to get to grips with these types of false friends because if you if you're not super clear then it will naturally come back again and again and this yeah. is what your experience has been right alistair well, yes. I mean, I've corrected uh, clients many, many times. Say no. It's it's explaining what we've just explained when they've said assist the meeting. For example, they said no, no. It's attend. Oh, yes, yes. I know. I know. You've told me before. And then yeah. the next day or a week later, I receive a message or they say, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, 
I can't assist the the, the class tomorrow. I, yeah. So you say, oh, again, you, you put attend. Oh, yes, yes, attend, I know. So it's very difficult to, to get to change. Yeah. Well, there's an expression in Spanish that we use in English, we use in English because we live here for so long, is to change yeah. the chip, so cambiar el chip. Yeah. Now, cambiar el chip. in English, you don't actually say this, so people in England wouldn't understand. Well, they might guess the meaning, but I don't think it's an expression that native speakers use, but we use it here from the Spanish. Yeah. It's a very useful expression, say. So you need to change the chip, change the... Or, your way of thinking or your you need to remember not to to say assist and you need to change to attend we couldn't actually think Absolutely. of a way really to say can be held cheap no. yes and i think that's why we use it right it's exactly it's, it's like, a very useful it's, phrase that was it is it is there's it's mm. kind of what happens very naturally mm. and the more foreign languages you speak it's kind of quite mm. interesting to to think of the expressions that kind of help you express an idea where your actual maybe your mother tongue cannot express it quite yeah. so clearly exactly. and that's exactly what what happens in this particular case for us when mm. we hear okay we hear always the, this this expression in spanish right cambiar el chip i can cambiar el chip and then we kind of think oh you know we're trying to express this idea and then the the, the spanish phrase just kind of it fits perfectly right and so we kind of just say okay well let's change the chip let's change the chip but of course no native speaker will understand that so you can't use that expression that's important no. to say Yes, yeah, although we so. were trying to think of how would you say it and we couldn't really think of, you sort yeah. of just have to discuss, say you need to remember not to use that word or you <laughs> that's mustn't right. forget. Which is, or, that's right, uh, which is such a long get, sentence, or, right? Get, it's such get, a long sentence. Get that idea but. or that concept out of your head Yeah, or something like this. Okay. So you need a whole yeah, sentence yeah, to yeah, change yeah. your mindset, but we decided that's slightly different. A mindset is more of a general way of thinking no? over a period of time, not just one word. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite yeah, difficult, yeah. which is precisely why we use it because it's very convenient it is, yeah. expression yeah, yeah, to yeah. use. Yeah. So there you go. The the five particular false friends that we thought would be particularly interesting for for our listeners. A lot of them are, are quite useful in terms of a business context. And I'll go quickly through them just very, very quickly. So we had actualmente, which actually should be translated to currently. We had sensible, which should be translated to sensitive. We had compromiso, which is a commitment. We have asistir, which should be attend, and we had por casualidad, which should be by chance. Yeah, and we had a bonus um, at so the beginning. We did, we did, yes. Which well. is pretend, um, which is not pretender. Yes, it's uh, fingir right. or disimular. That's right. And if you want right, to say yeah. pretender in English is intend. So you intend ah, to yes. do something, but then you don't that's do right. it. That's right. That's right. So that's right, the yeah. extra, the bonus. The, the bonus, as we said, yes. Mm. So hopefully that was really helpful for all our listeners. Alistair, thank you very much for, for being here with me. Super interesting. I loved it. I mean, one of the, these, to be honest, these are quite interesting for us to talk about, right? They are, they're quite nice. Yeah, they're great quite, and things that we come yeah. across all the time. So we, we like to talk yeah. about them. So yeah, thank yeah. you and a pleasure as always. Absolutely. And I will see you again next week. Yep. Yeah, see you. Cheers. Bye. All right. Cheers. See you then. Bye-bye.